versus exercise. Hmm. What do you think? Which one is more important? This is like an age-old conversation. I just always hear. It never dies. Since my youth to now. And it goes along with phrases like you are what you eat and you can't out-exercise a bad diet. Which the, you are what you eat. I believe a lot in that saying, personally. Because most of the building blocks you're giving to your body, um, it can convert things into amino acids and certain different vitamins through chemical processes and whatnot. But for the most part, yeah, you really are. You, you are what you eat. So if you're just eating garbage and eating shit, then you equate to a big turd. So don't do that. Try and take in God's great food that he has put on this earth, this wonderful, nutritious, natural food that we have instead of all these people that are trying to make money off of you eating their processed food that is like a drug you get addicted to that ends up giving you diseases, forcing you into the pharmaceutical Companies clutches to where they can get you to take drugs for life while you stay addicted to eating the bad food. Then now you're taking drugs. Then later on you end up being overweight, not able really to get around very much, and your life pretty much sucks. You are going to the doctors all the time. You are taking 20 medications a day, and you are eating Little Debbie's and any kind of other candy bar or whatever it is you want at your leisure, thinking that, well, it doesn't matter because I've got the doctors on my side and I've got these medicines. That's not the way you have to live. You can have a good life, but you've got to think about what you eat. Now, what is the percentage of time that you need to be investing in exercise and what is the percentage of time that you need to be investing in diet can you have one without the other just as a layman's rule what has always been said and you will probably always hear from any nutritional professional personal trainer blah 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 good on on the line is the generic rule of thumb is 80 20 80% diet, 20% exercise. This is how much of your mental acuity, time, focus, energy you should put into these two if we derive them into percentages. That's meaning that 80% diet is quite a bit more important than the exercise. Why would that be? Well, it's a hell of a lot easier to put calories in than it is to burn them off for one one pound of fat is 3500 calories 
Now, if any of you have tried a workout for the day, most people get around four to 500 calories if they're working out. Maybe they might be doing a pretty brutal workout, pretty hardcore, get about a thousand. Depends. So how hard is it to burn fat? It's, it's really hard, but it's very easy to keep pounding extra calories that will keep you out of shape and make your body in horrible condition. Now, I've seen absolute anomalies, like people that work so hard and do so much. There was a, a girl that was like this super ultra marathon runner, and she was phenomenal. She's so good. She like this last race she did, she beat all the men, not to mention this is a co-ed event where men and women are competing against one another. She beat all the men by, I'm talking like it was something stupid, like hours, six, seven hours, something crazy. She won by that far ahead. Okay. What was her diet? What was the secret? Well, she trains all the time. She works out real hard. I believe she was in her 30s. But she ate trash, candy, junk food, pizza, hamburgers. She didn't care because she trained so much. Now, does she think she can do that for the rest of her life? I don't think so. But is she enjoying it for right now? That's pretty much what she said. Is Since she knows how hard she's willing to work... And put in the effort doing the super ultra marathons, she pretty much burns so many calories, she can do whatever she wants, and her body burns off the energy from whatever she puts in it. That is an absolute absolute anomaly. That's not a case you will find very often. So do not look to her to be an example of what you plan on pulling off because you don't have the guts. Maybe you do. Maybe you say, fuck you, Jay. Prove me wrong. Go ahead. Just prove me wrong. Just look up what a marathon is. And look up what these, like, ultra marathons are. And tell me that you... Can you go out your door and run 10 miles? If you can't go out your door and run 10 miles, you can't even run a marathon. I believe it's 13 miles for a marathon. Now, if you can't go out your door and run like double that, that's like ultra marathon. Okay, most people, that's never going to happen, not in their lifetime. There's no reason for that. These are people that are addicted to the sport. They love it. They give it their all. Very cool. And the 80-20 rule does not apply to this lady I'm talking about because she pretty much probably thinks about her diet 5% of the time. 95% of it is invested in training and working out her exercise regimen that she does. That's just the God honest truth. You, and you can look at other people like outside the norm cases that wouldn't be 80-20. What about a bodybuilder? Well, if they want to go step on stage and whether it's a guy wanting to do bodybuilding or a girl wanting to do a physique competition and have single digit body fat, um, super tight skin, every muscle available to be seen like an anatomy chart, then they're going to have to be really specific with what they're eating. 
exactly this amount and that amount and at this time of day, this many times a day, blah, blah, blah. But also at the same time, the exercise is very important to bring out the muscles and make sure you don't lose them, try and gain some. Uh, So you might do 50-50 if you're in sports specific. Something like that, of that nature. Maybe you're uh, just... 500 pounds you can't really concentrate too much on exercise you can barely even move well you know one thing you can control is how much you put in your mouth so I'd go another 50-50 right there now you're not going to catch 500 pound guy that can barely walk trying to uh, go to the gym probably and hit the workout equipment but he might Try and start by just doing like sitting on the couch and getting up and maybe taking a walk around the block here and there just to start getting the metabolism fired up and burning some calories to go along with him eating better. 50-50. So there's different percentages out there that could completely change everything about the way we look at this. Because there's so many variables, then it's almost impossible to absolutely nail this down specifically. So, live by the 80-20 rule. Give about 80% of your time to thinking about eating good, healthy, clean, natural foods that are not processed and tainted by man. Because everything that is canned and bagged and packaged and you just know there's man's hand has been in it. If it's got more than two or three ingredients, it's most of the time you don't want to do it, but do you want to limit your whole life to that? No, it's, you know, think about it about 80% of the time over your exercise. Maybe you're just going to the gym three times a week or something like that. But still have a drink every once in a while. Still maybe have a piece of cake at somebody's birthday party. Uh, maybe ice cream every once in a while in the evening. That's your thing. That's normal. This is a normal person's life, 80-20. They don't have any huge concerns to where they need to alter or change anything severely and subject themselves to a very tight regimen. Usually that's because of, like I said, sports-specific or very specific health reasons that you need to do this. Now, there's some places in the world that are different than other places of the world. And your local community could be a big contributor to the way that you look and weigh and everything. And I think we all know that. So, have you heard of the blue zone? And I shouldn't say zone because it's more than one. Blue zones are areas where people seem to live. I shouldn't say seem because that makes it not real. It's scientific proof that in blue zones, people live longer. Extended lives. Healthier lives. And what are they doing to make that possible? 
Generally, they're areas of very strong community. People are very connected with one another. We're not talking about it's the ghetto, people are running around dealing drugs and shooting one another, or it's a homeless camp where a bunch of people are living, or something like that. Instead, the communities are all relatively doing well and watch out over each other, talk to each other. Everybody kind of knows one another. And helps each other. It's an odd thing that's been noticed in the blue zones. People don't live very isolated lives or in horrible communities where lots of bad things are happening. Another thing these people do in the blue zones is they seem to all get regular exercise. Like they walk. Or they hike, or they ride their bike everywhere instead of driving cars. Okay, and these people, their diet, of course, is clean, healthy, not processed foods, good oils, things like that. So that's why the Blue Zones are known for cranking out longer lifespans in people, healthier people in general. So, there you go. Now, I'll let you know a little something about Blue Zones as well. Hopefully, that is interesting for you. I think Blue Zones are great little isolated experiments of areas and living conditions that can prove what your community can actually do to influence your lifespan and your health. So, anyways, with the percentages, 80-20 rule is good. If you're going more sports specific, like, man, I'm going to do a bodybuilding show. I'm going to do a physique show. I'm going to do something like that. Then put just as much into your training as you do into your diet. And if you're one of those crazy sports specific people and outliers that has a metabolism that's off the hook, like that girl I talked about where I said she can probably think about her diet 5% of the time. 95% of hers is training because she runs hundreds and thousands of freaking miles. That is still not something I would do on a prolonged uh, time plan. I mean, that's for years. Don't do that. Because even if you have a badass metabolism, you're never putting anything but junk in your system. Your heart, your arteries, things like that are still going to get affected by bad foods. So, anyways, there you go. Let's just leave it at the 80-20. Keep it simple. Diet wins over exercise. At this moment, diet wins over exercise because it is so much easier to control what you put in than it is to control how much you're going to burn. Some people do not even have jobs where they're physically moving all day long. Then their parents, they got to come home and take care of the kids, cook dinner, whatever. So they, they don't even have time to go to the gym. But how can they control having a healthier life, being in better shape? Diet. You always have control over every last thing you take a drink of because lots of drinks have calories, sugar, tons of junk in it that you don't want people don't even look at the nutrition labels stop drinking sodas 
And you also have control over everything you eat. Every calorie that goes in your mouth, you have control over it. So that's why the biggest percentage always goes to diet. You always can control the extra calories going in. Or you can cut them back and maybe lose weight because you want to. Or maybe you want to control your calories and do a fast for a while because you have cancer. And you know that cells don't proliferate and grow as quickly uh, in cancer when you cut off food. But your, your good cells can actually clean themselves up and do better when you fast for a, a short amount of time. There's so many different things that diet can do. It's awesome. Now, exercise specifically can do lots of awesome things too. Like you can make yourself into a basketball player. Uh, you can make yourself into a football player, a bodybuilder, a cyclist, a marathon runner. There's so many cool physical things. Gymnasts are freaking phenomenal. I love watching MMA fighters. Think of the exercise these people all are putting in to perform with their bodies the way that they do. I'm impressed with like break dancers and people that are performing on stage and stuff like that too. There's so many cool things that people do with the right exercise and teaching their body. Burns lots of calories. Cool. But not everybody is one of these. So, even those people that are doing all those great, cool exercises, still, you need to think about what you're putting in your body or you're not going to live a long, healthy life. You can only burn off so much of the junky, crappy foods and drinks that you take in and there's some damage that it's going to do. It can get down to a genetic level, to cellular levels, to levels that people aren't thinking about besides just body fat. Foods can do so much good for you. Don't forget about, about the other good things I mentioned about the blue zones though too. Community, like friendship, family. These things are phenomenal for mental well-being, happiness. Exercise is the same way. It's great for your mental well-being. Besides the fact you can also grow muscles or learn how to do some really cool sport. What they're finding out more and more is mentally it's one of the best things you can do. Like say if you have anxiety or you have uh, severe depression, things of these nature. The hormones produced from exercise are Wonderful, fantastic, proven scientifically to help out people with mental issues. So that's another great thing about exercise as well. So that's it, man. I'm not going to talk about diet and exercise anymore because I think I've said enough about diet and exercise. You are what you eat and you can't really exercise, out-exercise a bad diet. I gave you proof of one lady that actually does work out past a bad diet some people can do it don't use her as a role model that's all I'm saying so for now thank you for dropping in to check out the episode on diet versus exercise you know now what to focus on a little bit better your diet always try and think a little bit more about what kind of good foods you can take in and how you can remove the bad stuff out of your life to extend it and 
you know, have a better quality of life. There's other stuff. There's smoking. There's drinking. There's so many different ways to kill yourself. We've all got some kind of vice or something that is bad for us. But just think about, hey, if I could just eat a little bit better every day. Somehow, some way. If I could just get a little bit of exercise in a week. A little bit. Where could you put it? What could it be? doesn't always have to be the same thing. It's not always going to the gym. Maybe you like to go hiking. Some people, like I said, like, what about the 500-pound guy? Imaginary, made up. Him going for a walk around the block is humongous. So it just depends on your condition, where you're at. If you're a 20-year-old kid, go to the gym and lift some damn weights, man. Put some muscles on. Or if you're a girl, uh, do your squats and get your bubble butt. You know what I'm saying? So, we can all be better. Let's try better. Let's try harder. And get it done. Thanks for listening in. I'm very glad you joined me for another episode of Keeping It Real. Um, if you can, rate it and relate it over to somebody else. Yes, that means share it. That means tell somebody that you listen that you got some good information. That would be cool. A friend, a family member. And ratings always draw in new people to take a listen. So if you can find a rating system, drop me one. Also, do not forget, you can support this podcast. And I usually always provide a link somewhere, somehow, that you can click on. And you can drop me a dollar a month. As low as a dollar a month. If you're having some great information come your way that you're learning from this, you're applying this to your life, it's doing something for you, or you just want to support the cause, as low as a dollar a month support, push that button, go there, you can do up to $10, I'll take anything in between, and be happy about it, and be thankful and grateful, you know what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, yeah, alright, so, for now, Thank you all for listening in, and I will catch you on the next episode. All right? Keep it real. Keeping it real. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you. So please do all of this at your own risk.